Into the Garden podcast, the dawn and break of a new day, a new beginning, a turning point, a new importance, a new possibility to say, oh taste and say how good and how gracious the Lord has been to you and to me. We welcome the break of newness, of freshness, the breakthrough, the breakthrough, the splendour of fragrance, that aroma that speaks and gives off an anointing sweet essence, you say. A sweet is the promise that God will never leave nor forsake thee. Join me on into the garden. to join us in the garden where peace like a river flows where hardened hearts are softened as only God knows this is Salome Jacobs and welcome to another edition of Sassy Soul Friend of God with Prophetess Paula Fallen so come expecting come with a grateful heart come to that place the well the fountain where God imparts well, on today's episode, Prophetess Paula Fallon speaks to us on an encounter with God. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm coming with an expectant heart too. So don't go away now. Invite a friend or two to join you. Welcome once again to each and every one of you close by, far and who knows in the countryside to Sassy Soul, Friend of God. We're coming into the garden is an all-time ethereal moment a blessed moment where stepping in infuses you captivates you resurrects you and simply sassy soul friend of god oh yes includes you this is sassy soul friend of god Hola, buenas tardes, como esta, ni hao. Ni margin, do brave, you know, chanata, couldn't talk, sing chow. So what it call, bonjour, madaba, on young hashung, hudamada, nay tart, to those close by. Thank you for joining us on Sassy Soul, Friend of God. This is Prophetess Paula Farland, and welcome to Into the Gardens podcast. I pray your day is being amazing. With the last couple of weeks here left in 2022, I wanted to take my time and present to you a woman in the Bible 
who may at times have had felt hopeless. Um, and the thing about it, she wasn't a Jew. She was an Egyptian. But still, by God's tender mercy, he introduced or he had an encounter with her. I'm in the book of Genesis. Probably be around the 16th chapter or so. And I want to talk about Hagar. Now, Hagar was a slave girl. And she has an encounter with God that's so intimate. And she's the only person in the entire Bible who God gives a name. The legacy of an incredible woman we learn about in Genesis. Hagar experiences torment. She experiences abuse uh, from her mistress. Her circumstances probably were not what she wanted them to be because she was a slave. She ate when they told her to. She slept when they told they told her to. She did whatever Sarah's bidding was for her to do. She was a slave and probably had a slave mentality. And although Hagar has Abraham's first son, because Sarah could not conceive, she still has to go through whatever feelings or whatever women go through or whatever people go through to get to the other side of this hopeless feeling. And But to get there, God has to have an encounter with her. She gets fed up with Sarah, and she decides that she wants to leave. And this time, you know, she's she's just pregnant. And so, you know, Sarah's not treating her right, so she decides she wants to leave. And while she is in this place, in this desert, God meets her and tells her to go back to your mistress and submit to her. And the angel also added, I will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count. You are pregnant and you will give birth to a son. And the thing about it, the angel also gives her the name of the child. You should name him Ishmael, for the Lord has heard your misery. Now, returning to Sarah probably wasn't Hagar's, you know, favorite thing to do in the world. It's probably the last thing she had in her mind, on her mind that she wanted to do. But guess what? She believed God. She believed what the angel told her. And she returned and submitted herself unto Sarah. And she gives the name of the Lord who spoke to her. And she says, You are the God who sees me. For she says, I have now seen the one who has seen me. And that's in Genesis 16 13. 
So Hagar returns to her mistress and she bears Abraham's son and he is named Ishmael. Now, in a fast forward some more chapters, um, Isaac is born. Sarah is is uh, blessed to have a baby and Isaac is born. And Abraham prepares this big feast to celebrate Isaac being weaned. But when Sarah saw that Ishmael was either mocking or playing with Isaac, she became afraid that Ishmael could take Isaac's inheritance. So she demanded that Abraham get rid of Hagar and Ishmael. That jealousy thing is in there. So once again, Hagar finds herself in the desert with only some food and some water strapped to her back. And as she wanders through the desert, they run out of water. So she sets her son under a bush and steps away because she doesn't want to watch him die. But once again, God steps in. And God heard the boy crying. And the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by his hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So they went and filled their skins with the water and gave the boy a drink. God was with the boy as he grew up. God reaffirms his promise to Hagar that Ishmael is going to be the father of a great nation. Because one thing we know God cannot lie. He remains faithful to them and Hagar and even arranges for Ishmael to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. Takeaways that I want you to understand and from this little small piece of Hagar. Understand that God hears and he sees us. We are all born into the world with a need to have a caregiver that will hear us and see us. And lately it's been the trend that women are saying to others, I need you to see me. I need you to hear me. Understand this, that God hears and God sees. And the name Ishmael means God hears. We also see that Hagar understood that God saw her. He saw her in the circumstance that she was in. She was a slave girl, forced from her home, forced to sleep with Abraham without her consent, forced to bear his child without consent 
abused by Sarah, and then she needed to run away and to escape. And yet, God saw her. He saw her misery. He heard her cries for help. He wanted so badly for Hagar to know that this is who he is, that he named Ishmael, God hears. So that meant that every time Hagar looked at her son, she understood without a shadow of doubt that God hears. And God just didn't hear her or see her and do nothing. He kept his promises and made Ishmael a great nation. And he provided a way for Hagar to escape her oppressors. And he does the same for us. The first time that Hagar encounters the angel of the Lord in the desert, she is by a spring of water. But the second time she is in the desert, to her knowledge, there is no water to be found. But the angel of the Lord opened her eyes and she found it. When she was had already given up, the angel of the Lord appears and tells her where to find the water. So she was able to keep herself and her son alive, and they continued to live a fulfilling life. It is true that sometimes God waits on our faith to work in our lives, but he's a good father. He saw that Hagar had given up and was completely completely destitute. So he stepped in and provided exactly what she needed. There is nothing that you could need more in a desert than water and no sight more welcome than a well full of it right by where you are. God made the impossible happen for Hagar out of his great love for her. And understand too that Hagar probably felt as an outcast. There were so many things against her. She was a foreigner. She was hated by a woman that was in power. Her son was in fact the patriarch's first son, but even by God's account, was not the son chosen to carry on God's covenant. She was an outsider in every way. And yet God treats her with so much favor and so much kindness. She gets the privilege of being the only person in the Bible who gets to name God, even though she isn't a Jew. And I believe Abraham loved Hagar's son even though he is not the son that God originally intended for Abraham to have. God frees Hagar and her son from slavery and then blesses Ishmael through his many descendants. Now, Ishmael is circumcised with Abraham as a sign of the covenant with God And even though Ishmael is not the son 
that carries on Abraham's line in accordance with his covenant with God. Ishmael is still clearly favored by God and receive his love and blessings. We can say it like this. Isaac was the popular child, the popular kid. And some may label Ishmael as the loser. We've all felt like losers at times. You know that the popular kid gets it. But this story, we it reminds us that we do not have to settle in that mind state and that God loves us in either situation. God advocates for the outcasts. He's not leave, leaving you alone. God still works even when we go off plan. And that's the last thing that I want to leave you with. God promised Abraham that through Sarah, his seed would be blessed. The only reason that Hagar was put in the position she was in was because Sarah and Abraham's faith wavered. Sarah blamed God for her inability to bear her husband a child. So what does she do? She attempts to make God's promise come to pass in her own way. On her own strength. So Ishmael is born. Had Sarah just remained faithful to God's provision. Hagar would never have been offered up to Abraham. But in spite of it all. God still keeps his promise. In Genesis 17. 15 through 22. God reaffirms his promise to Abraham. Abraham asked God if it could be Ishmael who lives under God's blessings instead of Isaac. But God remains insistent that he will do the miraculous and open Sarah's womb to bear his heir. God promised something to Abraham and he intended to keep it. He does. Through this miracle comes the 12 tribes of Israel and eventually Jesus himself. God does not waver in his faithfulness, even when Abraham and Sarah wavered in theirs. But look, God just doesn't ignore Hagar and her son or treat them as they were an inconvenience to his plan. No. He uses them to show his tender faithfulness, his love, his provision, his attention to justice and the oppressed. We can still learn from them today, thousands of years later. So don't ever think that you are in a situation or you are left without hope. For God sees and God hears you. But you've got to have that encounter with God. You have to have that point or that place in your mind that you really, really want to experience the power of God. 
Now, Hagar, like I said, she was an Egyptian. She had probably heard of the stories of how what God did to the Egyptians. And so she probably had a little understanding of who God was. But once God shows himself and sends an angel from himself to speak with her, to give her direction, to show her what to do, what to name her son, and that the son is blessed just like God said he would be. Man, couldn't you can't help but love and serve a God like this. So I don't know what part of your desert story you're in. I don't know if you you're just met you you don't want us to submit to something or to someone or they've put you out the land and told you to go and now you need to find your well with water. Either way, I want you to know these last 2 weeks of December 2022 that God sees and hears you. And I keep thinking in my mind, Hagar wasn't a Jew, but still God introduced himself to her in such an intimate way. And that's a blessing that she'll never, or she probably never forgot. But like I said, she looks at her son and every time she looks at her son, she knows God hears and God sees me. So whatever you're going through, don't give up. Don't give out. If you have to just tie a knot and hang on, hang on because help is coming. Help is on the way. Don't give up. Don't give up. Help is on the way. Or should I say, help us here. Help us here today. That's why I probably had to talk about Hagar. Because some people feel that they're so far away or so far removed from God. But God wants to have an encounter with you. He wants to make his abode with you. God sees everything. And God hears everything. And God answers prayer. He will answer your prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I present these that are listening. That may listen a thousand years from now. I pray, Father, that you will look on them. And if the spirit of hopelessness, the spirit of helplessness, the spirit of doubt, the spirit of giving up, the spirit of fear, I drive it all away now in the name of Jesus. And I ask that you look on whatever person is hearing this broadcast at this time and that you will bless them with that encounter that they need from you in Jesus' name, that you don't leave one soul untouched by your power and that you will be a self-revealing God and that you will meet them in the desert and make a way for them out of no way.
because you are God and you cannot lie. So give us a heart after you. Give us a mind after you. Let us yearn for you in your ways to do it your way. In Jesus' name, we love you, adore you. And we commit this broadcast unto you in the name of Jesus. Bless now, I pray. Look on Salami right now, Salami Jacobs. And I pray that you will make a that you will make a way for her in Jesus' name. And that you will open door, doors for her in 2023. Doors that no man can shut. Because you see her heart and you know what she wants to do. In the name of Jesus, bless I pray, Father. Bless everything that she sets her hands to do. Every How she wants to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bless her, I pray. In Jesus' name. Overtake her now with your love and with your peace. In Jesus' name. And that you will send her help. Those that will want to carry the gospel with her even the more, that you will open it all up for now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every presenter that's been on this year, every person that's taken their time to participate, bless them now, I pray in Jesus' name. Make a way out of no way and give us that encounter like no other encounter with you. It is in the matchless name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, until the next time, this is Prophetess Paula Farland. Enjoy your day. Episode 42. From all of us here at Sassy Soul Friend of God, I would like to thank Prophetess Paula Farland. Not only did she share what was fulfilling and, and you know, coming back for more, but little did she know that I had that heart-to-heart talk with God about encounters and see how God hears and lovingly laid it upon her heart to impart. I can but only say thanks be to God. Thank God for the sweet devotion that he laid upon your heart to teach us about Hannah who had an encounter and felt the heartbeat of God. So yes, God hears, God sees and God will not leave you alone so trust him he's all the one that you and i will ever need this is salome jacobs giving a huge and mega shout out to all of you thank you for your valuable feedback highly appreciated and of course yes we will be back so may 2023 be an awesome year for you to your loved ones to your families Thank you for being with us through 2022. Love and blessings and success to all of you. From all of us here at Into the Garden, sayonara, disvidinia, adios, dovetina, au revoir, farewell, 
Udius. Goody Gule, Ajia, my Samartika Vastirakan, Tashian, Salamatingal, Avidisain, Arivadechi, Anyong, Spasiba, Habed. Until the next time we meet again, thank God that He has carried you. Indeed, Ebenezer, thus far He has carried me and you. And thank God how far you have progressed. Each and every one of you, happy holidays! And if you're celebrating and a birthday and anniversary, or receive news of good cheer, happy birthday to you! Happy anniversary and congratulations to you! Then to those who have lost loved ones, our heartfelt condolences goes out to you. Cheerio! Until the next time. on